This podcast was created with the intention of sharing our experiences as flourishing black millennials conquering the challenges of adulting. Our hope for our lovely listeners is to be able to take away some pieces of advice or hit us up with advice or suggestions. That way we can all enjoy this journey together. Welcome to Offline Podcast. We named this podcast Offline because we want to tackle subjects and share our own personal experiences that most people wouldn't feel comfortable talking about in the open. Hey, it's Brittany. That's B-R-I-T-T-9 and Y. Hey, y'all. It's T-C. Hey, it's Tashana. Hey, it's Wada. Hey, it's Coco Chanel. And it's your girl, Nati. Welcome to episode five of the Offline Podcast. Five. We miss you guys. Sorry. We back, though. We're back after five years. <laughs> Don't plan <laughs> Alright, so how how has everybody been? You know, we, we haven't been here for some time. You know, I just want to update y'all on a couple things. So first of all, everybody who donated to um the GoFundMe I had going for my boys to go to Canada, um, thank you. So our trip was like last week or the week before. Um, and it was absolutely amazing. Like my boys had a great time, and I'm low key thinking about moving to Canada. So um, it was, it was not. It was, it was mad nice. Screw Drake, but it was mad nice. <laughs> What's going on with y'all, though? Well, in terms of my life, I became the vice president of the National Black Nurses Association of the downtown chapter at University of Maryland, Baltimore. So it's been an exciting journey, but it has kept me busy. After being elected, um, an opportunity presented itself to work and put on uh, one of the with the NIH for the All of Us initiative, which is actually taking place this Friday. So we were actually given a su- sufficient amount of funds from the national organization to host this program. So I'm excited about that. Outside of that, just started back classes. I'm in my OB rotation, which has actually been an exciting past two weeks. Like first day in, a woman comes in, five centimeters open, her twins is breached, Ooh. emergency C-section. So. Life has really been a whirlwind. When you graduate, though, May. Hey. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought a random question right now. Go ahead. So Tia just said she's like starting her OB courses. Would you go to like a friend or Alaska if they was like a GYN? Would you go to them? Yeah, why not? You trust them, right? Is that like a lot of like personal space? Like how? No, I told I told Nati. I said. When I become pregnant, if I whenever wherever I go, she's gonna be in the car. If I get anything popped off, she might be like, "No, she is too no pushing at me." I need to make sure somebody's there that knows what they're doing. It's so okay. funny because honestly, ever since I entered um, nursing school. Live sisters will call me like I'm already mastered in this shit. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, I'm still in the nerdy phase, but I'm uh, an expert though. Okay, I think it's this, but it, it's just interesting, and I also just appreciate it because it charges me to actually know my shit for real, for real, yeah, especially for things that I have learned thus far. So it keeps me on my toes and just to be kept abreast. But that's basically it about me. We miss y'all. We back better than ever. Understand that? Yeah, Woo. understand. Yeah, um, I just got back from Philly from visiting my grandpa. He's in hospice, so that was kind of really a tough time. Other than that, I went to Tennessee for a national training for Freedom Schools. What is Freedom Schools? Freedom Schools is a um, program. It started back in like 1964, maybe 67. I may be mistaken, but um, it was for 
of course, black students who weren't able to go to white schools or before integration happened. So they had a Mississippi Freedom Schools where they would take kids in like a classroom or outside or like in very small places just to teach them how to read and write. So over the years, it grew into a really big program. It's over like 54 um, cities are a part of it. And I'm with the Baltimore chapter um, of Freedom Schools with Pop. And shout out to Rashida. She's literally been asking me to do this program for the past three years and I was never able to do it. And she just kept asking over and over and over again. And she really could have just gave up like the first year when I couldn't do it or the second year. Here it is the third year and I'm finally able to um, do it. So you just got to respect somebody that puts you in a position to make money and to even, um, you know, better yourself. Like, I met so many people in Tennessee. Um, I guess this would be like a lifelong like journey because every year I can go back, I can level up because right now I'm like a servant leader intern, but I can become like an Ella Baker trainer, um, a site coordinator. I can be so many different things. And it's just like so I'm, room for growth. Mm-hmm, a big um, room or a big area for growth. And I'm just so thankful that she uh, considered me like year after year after year. That's why Rashida Ager. Okay. We see what you'll be doing in the community. Shout out. She got the pop center. Like, Rashida's bomb for real. For real. She's, no, she's she actually did. pretty lit. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. By the way, for those who don't know, Rashida is our profile. Yes. But she has done a tremendous amount for the Baltimore community. With community. humility. Y'all. Like, yes. you never, like, know unless you, like, really, like, ask her or, like, you follow her. Um, for IG, you can follow the Pop Center at Pop underscore INC on Instagram, and that's new, right? She just got the Pop Center, Mm -hmm. but you are not. You know how people like. You know how people like. They they like to announce what they're working on. Mm -hmm. Like she moves in silence, but that's a lot of people that say they move in silence, but that don't really move. They'll be like, "I'm working on something, y'all." No, she literally moves in silence. Like you don't hear nothing until it is the finished product. But you see her working, but you don't know what she's doing. So that's I mean that's That's how you know when it's genuine and it's like real work. That's what's up. I'm telling you, like um, (laughs) we was in Tennessee, everyone like knew who she was. Um, when they saw like our pop gear, they was like, "Oh, you work for Rashida? Oh my God, I love her!" And then like every time we turned around, you saw someone like a Black Kids Matter T-shirt, and that's her brand. Mm -hmm. So it was just like amazing. Literally everywhere you turned, someone had that T-shirt on. That's 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 what's up. I really so yeah, I'm very thankful for her. Much love to Rashida for real. Shout out to Pop. Shout out to Freedom Schools. Lana, what's going on? What's going on? I've been reading. You know what? I'd love to hear that. Um, I've been reading a few books. One in particular I would like to mention is called Akata Witch. Basically, it's like the African version of Harry Potter. It's wonderful. That's different. Like, you guys got to get it. It's about uh, four kids that... Keep talking, just move your My head. Oh, I don't know what she she always does that. I'm like, all right, start it. It's about four kids. Oh, okay, it's about four um, kids. They're preteens and teenagers, and pretty much they're like discovering their powers. Well, at least the one girl, she's albino, and um, at this point in the book, she's discovering her powers with the other three preteens, and they're going through this whole thing. So I'm like. Probably one third through it, so but so far it's really really good. And also, I'm reading The Intelligent Investor because I've been mm. getting into investments and I stuff like, like that. that. Mm. Kind of complicated. I'm probably gonna have to read it a few times because it's like okay. the investment bible. You don't know like, money moves, okay? Real, okay. Like, um, but it's really really good. And 
I'm also going to start reading Camino Island by John Grisham. He's one of my favorite authors. So I'm going to start reading that probably next week. Okay. And finish Akata Witch in the next, like, weekend or so. That's so, what's yeah, up. That's what's up. That's I, what's like up. That. I like that. To Shauna, my dear, please tell please, us what's going on with please. you. You're okay. okay. I just graduated with my master's degree. Oh, okay. Price went up. All right. University. Um, I just got a new job. Well, it's the same job at a different school. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then I'm working on opening my online boutique. It'll be coming at the end of the month. Yeah. Follow me at Shop Fixation 18. Tell them what you're selling, girl. Women's clothes. The flyest women's clothes. So follow me. Purchase (laughs) that. So you can be flying all summer. Okay. <laughs> She's talking better than fashion. No, no fly on. No, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you don't get it. Because no. Tashana dresses down. Okay, she's down. a fly girl. She says, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that doesn't look right." <laughs> <laughs> nah, but y'all make sure y'all follow her. Get in tune. She will be bringing the best of the best, and we will be supporting our lives and stay. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Yes. So Chanel, Miss Coco oh, yes. Chanel. Um. I've just been kind of self-reflecting for a while. Mm. It's always good. Mm. Um, Of course, I started my sports show, Down to the Wire. It's been amazing just, like, taking leaps and just not feeling like I'm ready, but just doing it anyway. Like, Mm. even though I don't feel like I have the equipment, I have the, like, everything I feel like I don't have. I just was like, let me just start it, and I will build while I'm going. So I've been starting that and it's been opening a lot of opportunities and also I've been really self-reflecting and trying to be very intentional in everything that I do just whether it's social media whether it's you know going out just being intentional knowing what's my intentions of going on social media. Why am I going on social media? Why am I going out? So just kind of getting to know why I do the things that I do Mm-hmm. While also, you know, trying to not really work for anybody, trying to branch out on my own, you know, sports show and doing stuff like that. And it's been pretty awesome, a great learning experience. Um, I've been learning a lot about myself that I didn't know. So it's been pretty dope to, like, learn about myself. I just want to shout you out on that because you've been doing a dope-ass job. I do be following. Thank As someone you. who's also yeah. into sports, I, like, keep updated. And, as yeah. you know, even through the finals, we've been and I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get, like, girls into it because, like, it's a lot of – like, we have this, like, segment, and it's, like, it just focuses on what girls are doing that's, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. that people like don't – Yeah, we call women, it women to women women because, you know, like, Oh, I'm coming to you, woman. I'm gonna let you know that you've been messing with my man. But we it's like, always some but we switched it. Yeah, we switched right. it. Like I'm coming to you, woman. I'm gonna let you know, like you Good are man. changing the world and you are inspiring me. So like Aww. we kind of oh, turned, right. yeah, like that. we kind of turned it into like, Something yeah, positive. like it's sports are sports are great, but like sports can also inspire people. Like yeah, you are a like woman athlete, but you dealt with like mental health, and nobody knows that. Whew, right. So. You're amazing because yes, you retired from basketball, but you retired so because you wanted to talk to college students about mental health. So I feel like people, it's not enough things like that in the media, and that's what I, that's what we're trying to like kind of push because people don't, people don't know. Speaking of self-reflecting, I've been pretty self-reflective these past couple of months too. Um, my school had a, a 
daddy-daughter dance that just passed. And I've been meaning to tell y'all about this, but so when I grew up, uh, my dad, he's always been in my life, but he's been like on his own, like kind of thing. So um, I didn't know how I felt about my dad. And so like recently when I joined 100 Other Heads, I talked about that in episode one, but I planned out the mother-son dance and I attended the dance, but then it asked me to, the school asked me to plan out the daddy-daughter dance and like to come and decorate and everything. And I just got so much anxiety from it because I didn't know how I would feel being in a room filled with like daughters with their dads, knowing that I didn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. Like in high school, um, we had a daddy daughter, and I like to be like when things are happening at school or different events, I like to be a part of it. But for high school, they had a daddy daughter dance, and um, I didn't even like think twice about telling my mom that I wanted to go. Like, it just wasn't, like, an option for me. Like, not even that me and my dad wasn't cool. But we had a relationship where, like, it's my birthday. It's, like, 7 o'clock at night. He didn't call yet. My mom had to, like, text him his birthday or whatever. Right. Or, like, he'll come around and give me money, like, every three months or whatever. But it was never a real relationship. So, planning a daddy-daughter dance, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. Like, and it's not even... I don't know what it was, but I don't know if I would feel jealous being in that room or just very, very uncomfortable being in the room. Mm. But it got to the point where I had to, like, reach out to the girl from 100 Other Halves, which is, again, a program that uh, focuses on 100 girls who has a relationship with their father or does not have a relationship with their father. And she, like, coaches you on how to deal with it or asks you, like, how does that experience with or without your dad um, translate into your life now? So I had to, like, reach out to her to tell her, like, I'm feeling this way. Is that okay? Or, like, am am I selfish for not wanting to be a part of this very nice event because of how I feel inside? Like, granted, he's been my dad has been making a lot of great efforts to, like, reach out to me more. and invite him to his parties and everything. But I just realized I had a lot of, like, feelings inside that I never let allowed to surface. And I couldn't do that dance. Like, I just could not. Can't do it. You're nope. very strong for that, though. Yeah. Admitting really. that, like, mm-hmm. coming into that and being vulnerable, just, that's the first step to yeah. getting better. Like, because there's a lot of people who won't admit mm-hmm. to that and they'll lash out or they'll, like, kind of deflect and everything, but it's very yeah. healthy that you're being vulnerable that um, way. I want to touch on the whole father aspect because, like you said, everyone's father or dad dynamic is very different. and. Mm-hmm. For, I know for me, I can relate to you in certain aspects. My dad was there. He was very active. Me and my dad have a great-ass relationship. But I also used to, I even to this day, as a 27-year-old woman, I want him to be a father. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like there's a great distinct between my dad because I know at the end of the day, I can call my dad when I go home and say, Dad, where's the turn-up? Oh, we turning up. You yeah, get what I'm right. saying? But it's like... Where's my dad for that, re- my father as that reinforcement? And mm-hmm. one thing my mom used to always say, and I didn't quite understand, it was like, he needs to be your father and not your friend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Granted, my dad always pushed me to excel academically, but I do feel like certain people, and it may be from their own um, experiences that I even spoke with my dad one time, it's like, some, for, for in his perspective, being a father to him was, through monetary things, monetary gifts, giving me mm-hmm. money. So he felt that was his way of showing love. But for me, it's like, you want more I, than I, that. I can do without that. Like, yeah. you understand? I can fend for myself. I can do it for myself. I appreciate it. But also him, everything being money, 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 kind of made me a money 
hungry in a good way, but also in a bad way. Like he was poor. He 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 turned me into a vicious person, and I say mm-hmm. vicious because everything was name brand, everything was materialistic mm-hmm. growing up, and my mother That's wasn't my that type of person. Yep. My mother was the type to keep me grounded and understand. Jordan don't support his black people is what she would say. I'm not paying no money for Jordan, but my dad will always get it. He'll be online. So mm-hmm. for me, it made me. And my mom's relationship different because I would lash out on her, not understanding she was trying to keep me grounded. Yep. So, Brett, I would definitely say that. I'm sure Chanel's experience with her dad is much different. Yeah, I mean, my everybody, almost everybody that knows me knows that me and my dad are like, I love your dad. Best friends. <laughs> we, I mean, yeah, we don't talk as much as we, like, I talk to my mom a lot more now that I'm, like, grown in a relationship. And I'm just, like, a mature woman my dad he always calls me checks up on me but my relationship with my dad i think it's everybody's different so just because like you have this relationship with your dad is it doesn't it doesn't define you like me me and my dad we have a good relationship but it is because how my personality is so um my dad is really supportive in everything that i do uh, especially with my sports show and just me loving sports and first of all, because I'm not talking to anybody, I'm talking to y'all. So it's like weird because I'm like talking to the computer. So what do you Um, so my relationship with my dad is like, it really came from me playing basketball and he went to, he did not miss one high school game and I played for four years and he didn't, he did not miss any game. He was at every away game, every home game, he was there. So I think that's where our, that's where my sports knowledge built up at. So I was like, oh, I like basketball. I don't like playing it that much, but I like talking about it. And he just started, even now, like he calls me and he challenges me and he, just make sure that I can be the best that I can be. So, but I don't think that any woman is defined by their relationship with their father. Because I, I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of great women that don't yes. have a father. Amen. It just depends on. I mean, if you have a great father, that's amazing. But there are a lot of women who don't have father, like yep. that father figure in their life, and their it mom it. Yep. held it down, or that's... whoever was in their life held it down. So I don't like that connotation that comes with like not having a daddy in their life. I don't like that. I'm just blessed that I have my, like, my father is one of my best friends, but there are a lot of amazing women that don't, that don't have a father. Speaking of dads, unfortunately, my dad is um, dead. He died two years ago in 2016. He died unexpectedly. Like, I didn't even expect it to happen. And what's funny about that is the first, the first, like, week like the week that he died was the week I kept talking to people and saying, I'm going to talk to my dad. I'm going to fix our relationship. Cause my mm-hmm. mom keeps telling me that my dad is not the mature one and he's not going to fix our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to be the one to come to him. And long and behold, like when I finally got the strength to say something to him, that's when my grandmother called me at work one morning and was like, I have something to tell you. And I'm thinking she's going to tell me something, you know, and she's just like, your dad passed away. And I, like, froze. I was just, like, in shock. Like, damn, he's gone. I can't talk to him. I can't say what I need to say. I can't get stuff off my chest. Like, I can't do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Basically, a backstory. My dad 
the way I was growing up, kind of similar to y'all dads, he was kind of like the name brand guy. Mm-hmm. He bought me stuff and everything, but then after a while, I think he fell into like a depression and somewhat dealing with drugs and everything. And he like just wasn't in my life. Like it just like decreased over time. Like, and I could call him up like anytime I wanted, but like he just wouldn't be there because he felt like if he couldn't uh, provide financially, then that's it. He's, he's useless. So that's affected me with my relationship with men, not even just with men, people in general. Mm. When it comes to money, like I don't want anybody to think because they pay something for me or they buy something for me, like that's the reason why I'm going to be around. Mm. Like that's what I don't want to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't like depending on people. I have a lot of pride. Mm. It's because of that. Yes. Like, literally. Like, and I know that's where it comes from. But I work on it. Like, it's not like I don't let that happen, but it's just like, you know. Damn. I have a question for you, Lana. Being that you was at this point in time where you finally mustered up the courage to address your dad and let him know what you was feeling, and then for that not to happen, how have you coped or even dealt with that since you possibly, not even possibly, I don't know if you did or not, but have that closure? I've had that closure probably probably September of last year. It took like a year or some change because like I would beat myself up about it all the time. Like I had this dream about my dad that he was, um, it was at his funeral, right? And there was a bunch of people there. And then he like woke up. He was alive. And I was like, oh my God, I got to get to him. This is not funny, but and I was like, and I was like, yo, I gotta get to him. Like he's alive. Like he woke up. Like oh my god. So I tried to get to him and everything. And by the time I got to him, like he turned into an infant or something. So I couldn't say to him what I wanted to say. And then wow. like I woke up crying. This was deep. I was so, like, what is going on? Like now, being but, that you yeah. the type, the person that line sisters go to to interpret dreams, and you're good with that. Yeah, yeah. That she mean? is a lot. So I know Al- Alana is the dream interpreter. <laughs> and if you will interpret any dream that you thought couldn't be, she will let you know. And it'd be it on point with life situations. <laughs> like, you know, it's funny you ask me that because you know how they say you can't take your own advice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dreams, I I let it simmer for a little bit before I look into it. But basically, when I looked into it months later, it was basically it meant that. I was looking for a type of closure like I was when he was alive. Mm-hmm. I could never reach him. So wow. dreams are the same dreams thing. Are like, wow. And I wanted to keep reaching him and I couldn't. And wow. the dream just that's what okay. it, it festered pretty much. I so, think dreams are so real because like dreams don't come like it's you dreaming. So it's dreams you. are like it's you telling yeah, you. It, dreams wrong. are something like you have to kind of produce, it but does. you don't like consciously produce it. But it's, no, like, it's like so it's like something that you've been you've been thinking about, but you haven't really brought it to the forefront. Right. Like yeah. dreams are one of the realest things that um, I almost thought about going back to school for that. Like almost. That's that's <laughs> okay, Tashana. Do you want to share anything in terms of your, your relationship with your father or dad? Um. My father was kind of like in and out of my life. Um, yeah, I just, I can't even explain it. I would go to his house sometimes on weekends, and a lot of times it was just he'd give me money and he's gone. So he was like in and out of my life, not really consistent. And then probably like when I got in high school, 
I stopped talking to him because it just was pointless. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need you to be inconsistent. I don't need you to just, some days want to give me money, some days just, you're gone. And then he was deported to Jamaica, mm-hmm. and then I really That's stopped okay. talking to him. So I haven't talked to him in years. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Um, oh, what was I want to say? Happy Father's Day. So <laughs> <laughs> She mentioned something about Father's Day, and I was like, it's crazy because one, like Tashauna said, that's a holiday that does not come across it's my mind, yeah, not even in the least bit whatsoever. Like, it, it, I don't even know fucking Mother's Day for real, for real. But like, so when I would see people post about it, I would always do like Big Brother Appreciation Day instead yeah. for my brother because oh, my right. brother has like been that person. He's four years older than Sidebar, me. Sidebar, me and Taylor has brothers named Brandon. We do. We both have brothers named Brandon. We're so alike, Brittany. It's crazy. <laughs> So, like, I will always do Big Brother Appreciation because my brother has always been, like, that person for me. And he's always been, like, amazing and great. And that, like, if I needed something, I could go to him. Like, me and him still, like, we're close as hell today. We're going camping in a couple weeks, but I digress. Yeah. But I say that because, like, my relationship with, like, my father, I don't even legitimately use that, like, term for him for real, for real. But, like, my relationship with that guy is, like... It doesn't exist whatsoever, you know, like, and I, I tell people all the time, if they ask me, like, if I were to see him today or tomorrow, like, there would be zero respect I would offer to this man, because I have none for him, you know, and that sounds, that sounds cold as shit, right, it does, and it, it, like, it sounds bad, but I feel no way about it, like, I have zero respect to offer this man, I have, like, no type of, like, sympathy for anything that could ever possibly happen to him and like like none of that like because that's just what it is like when you have a grown man tell you like certain types of things like mm-hmm. like that's just are you dead ass like you stayed away from your kid for this reason like that's just mm-hmm. stupid as shit and the reason you just told me is absolutely ridiculous when you lived blocks away from me my nigga we lived in the same <laughs> neighborhood you know so like you telling me anything like that is just fucked up so like lana said earlier you know like, it affects or impacts, like, her relationships with people. Like, I don't attach to people. And when I do, it's fucking sick. But when I, like, I don't attach. No, real shit. I don't attach to people or whatever the case. And then it's, like, my expectation is always, like, for people to, like, dip. Or, like, not be around for an extended period of time. So, like, un- except for, like, y'all and my best friends from college. Like, any person that I've met from, like, 2014 until now, I don't expect your ass to actually be in my life. And prior to y'all, I don't expect y'all to be in my life, you know? So, it's, like, that type of dynamic. And lately, it's been, like, fucking with me because in my mind, I'm like, yo, I really, 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 really don't want to end up, like, a single mom. And that's literally my fear right now. And I'm only like 25. And my genuine fear in life is that I'm going to end up being a single mom or some shit like that. And that's that's like, like Tia mentioned earlier, like death is her fear. That is my fear, being a single mother. Like that is genuinely my fear in life. Like that's some shit I would never want to happen. And I wouldn't wish that shit on nobody. It's extremely common. But like I, I just... 
I that's some shit that would make that me like you. cry. Like I need, yeah. I don't want that shit to happen to me. Like at I all. But saying. I had a no, great single mom. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I did. did. I did. My mom's amazing. Yeah, for but me, still, like when Father's Day's from Father's Day's come around, like I hate. I'm not gonna say hate. I don't like seeing. I get there are not great fathers in the world, but when Father's Day come around, like I don't like it being minimized because of different experiences. Like that be that. Yeah, because it's not fair for people who, like, actually, like me, who actually celebrate, like, I'm celebrating. Like, you don't see people who don't have great moms, like, giving Mother's Day to fathers or giving Mother's Day. If you are, if you can't celebrate Mother's Day for, like, your mother, then it's just like, okay, that's not my type of, that's not my type of, I can't celebrate my mother. But Mm -hmm. Father's Day has turned into, like, Let's bash, let's let's bash all the fathers, and I hate that because like no, let's not because there are great fathers in the world, and it makes me upset because it's like don't take what I use to celebrate my father because my father is great. Don't use his day or the day that we celebrate people like him as a day to bash people like him. So it kind of, it, it it makes me a little upset. Because it's not fair. I'm going to challenge you but, a little bit. But, but they don't do it to mother. Don't, don't, but, but, wait, but let but me wait. let you, let me let but you wait. Wait. <laughs> But wait, there are, I'm sorry, there are mothers who are just as bad as fathers. There, there are. are single fathers out here that's doing a damn good job there are. raising their children. So why not commend them on the Things that do yeah. they're because doing it's far but, less common on the real. If the roles were switched, what? If the roles were switched, it it would it would be different. But it's like I'm celebrating my. I don't mind people. Oh, let's say Happy Mother's Day to let's say let's Happy Father's Day to my mom. It's like your mom can't be a father. She can just be an true, awesome true. mom. I can't front you. Right. Awesome mom that can. That can teach you everything you need day, to know. Like, don't. Certain, you could be a woman, but a woman cannot teach their child something a man could. Right. The mm-hmm. way a man could do it. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing up. No, but at the time, but at the same time. Get this. Get No. Come on. Get him, mother. But at the same time, I'm not saying that you can't be a man because you don't have a father. What I'm saying is what a actual man who, who, has, who has lived being a man. Cannot teach well, I mean, penis. No, 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 no. Listen, no. She's right. She's right. An actual I will say man that. Right. who has lived in being a who has been a man and knows what it has taken to be a man cannot teach another. Like a mother can't sit here and be like, "This is how you're supposed to be a man." Like this, how you pee you in and out. This is how you tell your son you can't tell that. No, no way. They can still be sons and men who are great men because of their mother, but. A mother cannot teach a they man she, how to be a wait, man. That's, that's true. impossible. That's true. But listen, I think that's all there is to a man. Yeah, no, it's Chanel is right a lot in a sense. Wait, Chanel is right in a sense that if I'm a single mother, I can raise my child the way I want him to be as a man, but I can't teach him how exactly to be a man. He needs a man to emulate that himself. Yes. Okay. Okay. There's a big. Right, you, can, you, can have, no, you can have a study guide. Like, hey, <laughs> no, no, you can be like, hey, this is how a man is supposed to be. Son, I think that you can have different men in your life. You got, but a woman cannot teach a man. 
how to be a man. Exactly. This is a bunch of conditional bullshit. Wow. It's societal wow. bullshit. Third wow. point flag, no. bruh. You know why? Because this is the thing. Yes. No. The reason why we're conditioned to say something like a man can't teach a man to be a man, what is he teaching him to be like? Uh, uh, so he, he's teaching him to be like what? <laughs> How a man is supposed to be a man under, under what? A patriarchal society. <laughs> but pretty much, it's all about a societal thing. It's this, these organs and shit. That's Being a man only, is not society. It has nothing to do with society. Let's speak. We had our past, past, past the physical stuff, right? Past, like, say a woman, you know, when it comes to a menstrual cycle. You know what I'm saying? Another woman can teach her better than a man could, of course. Or the same way with a guy. If it's not anything physical, I don't give a fuck what you say, what anybody (laughs) say. Any parent can teach them how to be the person they're going to be. Besides besides that physical stuff and all that stuff, biological stuff, I get it. No, I get what you're saying. That's a whole bunch of bullshit. That's not fucking true. I swear to God. I tell you, this is what I'm saying. Anybody can teach a person how to be a good person. That person, I'm fully on. Yes. Person. I teach at an all fucking boys school, yo, and I'm good with my boys. Can't nobody take right. that shit from me. I'm good at my job. Certain shit it takes for the male team. Because the orchestration. No, it's not that male. There are no snakes in You don't think so? What you're saying? You can't deliver the same shit. you don't know what it feels like to live as a man. That's what I'm saying. It's a conditioning. It's a conditioning period for life that they're going in, into the world that they're going in, into the society that they're going in. You said you proved my point, society. Are they not going into society? teaching. No. Is it not? Will no. your son, if you have a son and you are a single mother, right. will your son go into society? Yes or no? Yes. And no, you can't teach her everything. Pause, pause, pause. Pause. I said from the beginning that this is a conditioning, which makes it bullshit. Yeah. So if society wasn't the way it was, it doesn't have to be. But like, it is. You know, but, I, but I said it doesn't <laughs> have to be. And I said it's bullshit because is it not? It is. It's, it's bullshit in terms of how society Pure is. That, exactly. that shit you it's can't control. Pure. But I'm just saying. It, it proves my point. Period. Point blank. So it's pure bullshit. So, ba- no, so basically, what you're saying is that it doesn't matter if it's a, a man or a woman. So if I'm a man, I can teach my woman how to be a lady. Fuck no, because no, you I can't teach her how to be a lady. That's not fair. No, 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 you no, 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 don't take what the, I just, no, don't just take that away from a man. So what's the difference? I'm saying according to your logic. Of course. Do I think that a man can teach somebody to be a lady? Yes, but you don't. Wait. So, what so if you're a man, if you're a woman, how can, if I'm a man, right. how can you teach me to be a man? How can I teach but, you to be a man? So, how, but, so what do you mean? My, no, no, point is you no. So, my no. thing is, my thing is, I don't like what that. What is my thing? No. But what is being a man? No, what, what is, is being a woman? That's what you what don't know as a woman. What is it? As a woman, you don't know what it is. You know what you want from a man, but you don't know what's in this room. Right. Between the six of us, you will get six different type of women. Yeah. The way I tell a female how to be is not the way you're going to tell her to be. It's not the same shit Coco's going to tell her to be. It's not the same shit she's going to tell her to be. As a woman, though, we can give a little girl perspectives on what it means to be a woman. We can give her insight into certain things that every woman has experienced or things she will come in contact with. As a little boy... And I'm telling you this shit because I experience it daily. As a little boy, shut up. I cannot tell my boys 
certain things. I can tell them things about life that the grown men don't tell them. I can tell them certain things about living that the grown men don't tell them. But certain things about being a boy, about being a man, about their anger, about the things that they want and need, about the things that attract them that I don't fucking know because that's not how it works for women. It works different for y'all as boys. I can't tell them that. So I need the men in the building to tell them these things. So no, I can, if I had a son right now, and unfortunately I'm a single mom, I could raise him to be a good can human being, but not a good, like, Can I say I mean, what my life is saying? So, wait, what? So, yes someone says my mom, yes, yes. someone says, uh, I have three men talking. Go ahead, go ahead. No, uh, I, I don't, don't care. care. I don't, I don't care. But I don't care. So why don't you care? teach me what a man can and this is what a guy number said. one I this is a guy I, somebody, uh, somebody else said it's not a it's not a woman it's not a man they said um, a woman can tell a young boy what she thinks a man should be exactly. or what she Shit, wants to know. see and then another man said a woman can lead a boy towards the right direction which right. i agree which is why a lot of men a lot of boys have mentors that lead that okay, the mother has done what they had to do to make sure that they like stay out of trouble, make sure that they know what's right from wrong, and then now it's time for you to because now you're becoming a man, and now you are a boy. Yes, Alana, you're saying this as a whole woman. Like, you're not a man. What does that mean? That means you cannot. First of all, you don't even have a son. Raise a man. Have you raised a man? Okay, guys. You can But you're saying, like, sit down. Like, that sounds stupid. Like, sit down. I didn't say it sounds stupid. Like, that doesn't make sense. Okay. All right. All right. Respectfully. I want to say So, bottom line is, you can't raise a boy. Okay. That's your perspective. All right. So, Alana, I hope you have a son. And you don't say that. Don't say that. That's fucked up. Don't do that. So, you right now. page let us know what's your opinion like can can do you think in your opinion a woman can raise a single woman can raise a man to be a man like or is it required or necessary it's not required shut up chanel is it necessary for a male to be present to raise a boy that is all man boy to man this is not even just it's just purely based on my opinion. Oh, look, this so a guy from my class, is. sorry, Lana, real quick. Go ahead. One of my classmates, he said no, but she can still teach him very significant things. And exactly. From men. Exactly. So this is coming from men. You can you anyway, and don't knock that. Like you can teach saying. a boy to be a great ass human being. Because yeah. some men don't know how to do no, that you shit. No, you, you can, can teach, to be you a, can great teach a great 
You can teach. Um, I'm gonna say this. To, I'm, I'm gonna try to help you, but you not. You can no, no. You can, you can, you can. No, you can teach a. You can. It may happen that you can teach a boy to be. No, that you can teach a boy to be a man. You it it may be possible, but it's not. Don't make it seem like it's a. No, it's we can. Women can teach. So how can women teach? How can women teach a boy to be a man? But when a man can't teach, like you, you're I, not, I said, you did. I said that I believe that they can, but I said from your perspective. So can a man teach a, a woman how to be a woman? Sure. Like, what? what? So he going to teach you how to use I a pad, got, a tampon, all that. It's Google, bitch. I got it. Anyway, so look, uh, another note, my class, my friend from um, high school said, can't raise a man. Man establish his mindset, right? Mm -hmm. And man establish his mindset, does what he deems relevant. So, Alana, that's it. So what is your work? I know a couple of men from my perspective who have been raised by single mothers, who have been raised by good ass men have not had a significant male role in their life and they still grew up to be good ass men. No, 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 no. But still, you say not it's like you're saying. Someone that's looking on our live, he said he learned through his own experiences. Shut up. He said he learned through his own experiences, and I agree with that shit too. She mad? I'm not mad. You mad? Oh no, that was it. Um, somebody on my live said, I believe a woman can teach a man to a certain extent, but it's only so much a woman can teach a man. It's hard because I was raised by a single mother and it was some stuff she just didn't know how to teach, how to handle as a woman. And I agree. That's why a lot of boys, if they don't have a male figure in their life, they join sports or they get a teacher. Oh, I hate that. They get a mentor. <laughs> oh, yeah, because every right. little boy needs like a positive male role model in his life. You so can't learn all of in that. In this world. In this world. In today's In this world. This is the world we live in. You got to take that out. I still agree with it. You can say all of that. And now I'm trying to say all of that. Are you going to are you gonna take your son out of the fucking society? Did I say I was? No. So I wish I could. Shut up. I can't. Okay. In closing. In closing. 
I'm to say it. Good people breed good people. This is how just it give, is. Just give me one sentence about <laughs> mothers and sons and men so we can wrap this little segment up. Go ahead. Period, point blank. If you're a good parent, when you're raising a child and you raise them to be a good person, it translates into being a good woman or a good man. Period, I agree. I agree with that. that. That's, that's all I was saying. Thank you. I agree well, with that 100%. Taylor. No, no, no. I'm going <laughs> to agree 100% with what Alana said because some people, they have both parents and both of those parents are shitty. Or some oh, people, no, they have, man, no, realistically, crazy. some people have both parents, and both parents are not, like, great parents. Some people, they have a single dad, and that dad is amazing. Some people have a mom, that mom's amazing. So it literally depends on what your parents or parents or community is pouring into you, and that's all that matters. So right. And I don't right. think I, I'm going to give a little twist on that, because you have parents who pour into their children and do everything right, and they have perfect examples to emulate what they should be doing or who like the way they should go and you still have kids who stray away so i wouldn't say the parent can only do but so much at the end of the day as children and young adults we make our own decisions and that molds us to who we become and that's essentially everything we've been saying that literally goes back to this guy's point that he learned a lot of his but the thing is we like and no we just said guys let me give you let me, let me give y'all. Tyree said, just because you're a parent doesn't mean you're fit to raise a child. True. That, that, that's another perspective. That's right. You're right. You're Thank right. you, Tyree. Well, in closing. Thank you to all the shout out to all the fabulous mothers and fathers out here. If you are a father, happy Father's Day to you. Um, this episode probably will be out before Father's Day, but Wait, so, this is, wait, hold on. No, in closing for this segment. Oh, for this segment. Oh, that's it, girl. We now just get back. We got to come back with the bangers, the club bangers, the podcast bangers. <laughs> no. Oh, Happy yeah, Father's Day to all the fathers out there. If you're doing your thing and uh, feature fathers, just take care of your child in more ways than giving them money or coming around on birthdays or certain holidays. Take care of your kid full time. Don't be a part time mom. Don't be a part time dad. Take care of your child. Amen. And uh, I'm gonna be quiet because she finished. I was gonna say something, but she finished. Man up. That might be that, the title. I read that, that book. book. I read that, that book. Title of this episode. That book was Man really, really up. good, and it spoke about how Alana talks about. So, guys, we introducing uh, no, a I'm new right segment. Right what is it called, Chanel? What's the um, it game? is called Game On. Game On. Flame On. I'm sorry. I'm All right. So. Let's look at, let's shuffle what. No, I'm we're going to so shuffle. Can right you now. introduce, like, what's oh, okay, this sorry. about? I'm terrified. Shana, you can pick. Um, all right, so we have this new game. It's called Game On. And this game is we're basically asking different questions from um, to everyone that is on this podcast. There are very, they, the, the questions are very deep, ladies but and gentlemen. Just- all ages. Oh, it says all ages, but they honey, lie. They lie. High schoolers don't understand what we about to get into. Okay? <laughs> of course. To your child. I hope y'all got y'all wine, sip y'all tea. Yeah, and be get ready. your wine, get your tea, get your coffee, whatever it takes you to wake up. What are you looking for? You're about to do that right now. So, we are about to get into the first question, and we all have to answer it. No matter what, you heard the suck of the teeth, ladies and gentlemen. This is real. So, we all have to answer what the question is. Shauna is about to pick the first question. All right. to answer these questions. And let's go. It is shuffled. The first question is, read it to us. When you die, 
How would you like to be remembered? They wow. That is deep. That's deep. I got it. I got it. I got it. That's deep. I got to answer that. Wow. Who want to go first? Let me repeat it. Go ahead. When you die, how would you like to be remembered? Yeah. The chick that broke down gender. That is really. The woman that broke down gender barriers. Okay. Meaning okay, like what? That. Like Meaning what? just like just gender stuff. It really is like ridiculous. Just in general. Like I just want people to be who they are and not be like tied down by gender stuff. It really is elementary when you really think about it. It is like it, when you think about it. Okay. Cool. It should right. be, you know. I like that. I All like right. that a lot. Um <laughs> I like this question. I'll go with it. So there's two, not two, but there's like from different perspectives, right? So like from my boys and any other student that I've like come in contact with, I really want them to understand that there's literally like no limit to what they can do. You know, I want them to know that there's like so many opportunities for them and there's always people that they can reach back to whether I'm here or not there are people that they can reach back to and that they can really overcome anything right because that's what I teach them have options like y'all want to play sports cool do that but have option b have plan b be smart all that so I want my kids to remember me in that way and then like my friends and adults that I know I really want them to remember me by like doing whatever moves me you know and not being scared to risk stuff so whether I'm like right or wrong whether I go into an experience and I fail at it and then I come out of that and still try something else whether I get hurt and still keep pushing you know I want people to keep that type of mentality of like you try you fail you try again don't like shut down after you fail or shut down after you get hurt that's good all right that's my thing um for me uh, as TC mentioned earlier, I do fear death. And this kind of made me think on things that I actually don't like thinking about. But um, I would say I would definitely want to be remembered as resilient. Mm. Definitely resilient because in life you hit with so many obstacles. And like she said, just my thing is it's not where you came from it's, or where you've been put down. It's how you bounce back from that and recover. So for me, and also I'm a person I love hard. I care for others and I'm Ooh. very selfless. So yes. I want to just be known as that selfless, bomb-ass nurse that went yes. changing lives and impacting lives yes. the best way that I can. Yeah, that's good. I like that a lot. Brittany with a nine? <laughs> with know. a nine? I don't know. You might have to hit me with the next one. Uh-uh, what you mean? That. No, we no. got everybody going to answer this question. Everybody going to answer it. So, like, How do you want to remember Um, Come on, nine. Like, when I think about that question, it just, like, I think about, like, people who died and, like, yeah. what's the, like, legacy on, like, social medias or, like, in life and, like, what's the hashtag and all of that. And for me, I really don't know. Like, of course, I want to be remembered as, like, a person who loved and was loved. But I think that's so cliche. So I don't, I don't know. I hope that no one has any bad tastes in their mouths about me. Um, <laughs> they will. No, I mean, don't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah matter. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Okay. Tashana? TC. I like, no, no, you went. Tashana. Yeah, I don't know. I can't really fully answer that either. But I know something that I would like to do is, like, change educational policies. Mm, yeah. Because this educational system... It's terrible. It is like terrible. the curriculum is not made for people of color, mm-hmm. and I would like to do something to change that. It's definitely not made for um, special needs kids. Oh, no. absolutely. Oh, me and Britt are both STEM teachers. Absolutely. No. They, okay. It's not made for them. 
Chanel, how do you want to be remembered? Um, I don't know. When I think about this, I agree with Remy. Like, it, it reminds me of, like, most recently, like, when I saw the, um, when I saw the field day that Rel's, like, the, oh, Rel, the, the field day for, like, Rel, it was oh, just, yeah. like, it was just, like, I want to, it, I want to, like, yeah, you empower us, but I want to empower people who are under us, like, people, the future leaders, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want to, like, I want, like, the future leaders to, like, be, like, this is what, like, Coco did or Chanel did, and this is how I want to Chanel's continue. Like anchor. Yeah, I just want to do it that way, and I just feel like as far as me right now, I'm not there, and that's why I feel like every day I wake up, when I wake up, I'm like, I didn't fulfill my purpose. Mm -hmm. When I wake up, that's what I think of. I'm like, I'm up and I'm thankful for another day, but I'm up because my purpose here has not been fulfilled. So therefore, I need to fulfill. You know what I mean? I like that. That's That's how I think of when I wake up every day. It's like, oh, I'm up because you're not ready for me because I... What wow. I did on Earth, I'm not. You're not ready. I haven't done anything on Earth. That's that's so that's just so how I that's how I think of it, and it's just like yeah, people. Who, it kind of makes me feel some type of calmness when people pass away because it's like you for like you fulfilled your purpose here, so I'm okay. I'm not okay like emotionally, yeah. but I'm okay because other people that you have touched, you fulfilled your purpose. So. When I wake up, when I wake up every day, it's like, hmm, Chanel, thank you. Thank you, love, for waking me up. But it's not my time because I didn't fulfill your purpose. So it kind of brings me some type of joy when people I know pass away. And we have all known a lot of people who've passed away so far. And it's like, that I can find some enjoyment. Like, you, you were purposeful in life. Like, yeah. the reason why you were brought in this life, you... Fulfilled it, which is why you are living the uh, like you. I honor that. You just taught me something. That's that's how I. So for me, I want to wake. I I, when I wake up, I want to. I don't know. I want to kind of be remembered as. I want to impact lives that my like children's children mm. like you know what i mean like yeah, my like a generational like i want my children's generational wisdom right i want my children's children to feel like oh like great-grandma, my great-grandmother like she's the reason she why that 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 like she's the reason why that this 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 and that oh you see she's that the reason why my great 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 grandmother that's why yes. you're doing that so that's why when i wake up I'm trying to get more in a like sad, not a sadness when I wake up, but I have to do more. Because right. what I've done so far, it's not good enough. So that's Ooh, how I wake damn. up. Like it's not, it's not good enough because that's I'm deep. here. Because so I'm here deep. and I'm still whatever I was brought on earth to do. I didn't, I didn't fulfill it. it. I so today, it. let me that. like. So today, let me do whatever I can to feel enough. I wake up the next morning. I still didn't do enough. Yeah. And that's that's I just how like that's that. how I wake up. Like that's why when I told you guys I've been doing like self intention. Yeah. What I've been doing yes. like self reflection. It's been like, dang, you know, you woke up. That's amazing, but yeah. it's still not enough. Like Ooh. you got to keep going. Okay, right. you woke, you did a little bit the next day, but then like on Saturday you still woke up. Right. It's still not enough. Like you got to keep going because now like your children's children, they aren't they aren't set yet. Like it's 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 a really deeper thing for me because like I've been like reading and I've been watching videos yes. and it's like 
it's they're not done like you're not done your children's children they aren't set yet so keep going like keep whatever you feel like is enough it's not enough so keep going oh, that's not just on a negative but that I would like amazing. prolong it like I'm ready yeah, no, no, like we look at death that's how I deal with death like when like people that I know have passed away people that I know have died like it's just like I can I can live with it because I know <laughs> whatever God had for you, you, you achieved it, achieved it mm. and now you are you're done. Whatever wow. you were supposed to do on this world, wow, now you, you were done. And I'm seeing it in field days. Like you're done. Like I can live better with it because like your name is still living on. And Dang. people who I don't even people who like came in this world after me, they still know you. Not because of me, but because of what you did. Like, I didn't have to, like, post. I got something to say. I didn't have to post on social media, like, what you did. It just, you know, it's just bigger. It's just bigger. Like, it just makes me, it makes me feel happy that people that, it just makes me feel, it makes me feel happy that people that I have known that have passed, it makes me feel happy that you did what you were supposed to do, and I'm sad that you passed away, but... Not because of me, people know you, but because of what you did. You fulfilled your purpose. So you deserve okay. to go on and do what you're supposed to do because you, you know what you're supposed to do. So, all right. Cool. That's just how I That was good. That legit. Yeah. Makes, so I was listening to this song the other day, right? And the it's some artist I never heard about. I don't even know how it popped up on my phone for real. But he had, he had a quote in it. And he was like, um, we weren't given this world. We actually just borrowed it from our children. Like, we're here to do things for people in the future, which, like, literally mm, relates to yeah, exactly right. everything Coco was just saying. Because at first I was like, bro, what are you talking about? They worked for us. But nah, Coco, you're absolutely right. Everyone is constantly working for the next generation. And that's like, that's real. That just made me feel like 100 times better oh, yeah mm. but what you said that, like especially just thinking about like the fact that she needed that she have a purpose on his life and when it's time for you to go you fulfilled your purpose like my grandpa he's in hospice i said that earlier in the show he's in hospice and he's like in a transitional phase so he doesn't have that much longer to go but thinking about what you just said his purpose is already fulfilled and that makes me feel a lot better knowing that he's about to go on to the next um Phase, right, into the next room. Um, he has like the most amazing credit in the world. He's gotten me the car that I had was because of him. The car that my cousin has, two cars, was because of him. The car that my grandma has because of him. My phone is because of him. Everything is in his name because his credit is just amazing. He's an amazing person all around. Um, I think I told you guys that my grandmother had a lottery ticket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He bought that lottery ticket. What? Okay. Um, so, yeah, a couple months wow. ago, I guess I can share. I don't know if my grandma wants to share. But a couple don't months ago, don't 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 I'm not going to say all the to the details, but he bought a lottery ticket, a uh, scratch off for my grandmother. He woke up, like, in the morning. Like, he has dementia. He's suffering from dementia. So, he woke up very early in the morning to go to the store to get a scratch off. He got the scratch off ticket. They hit very, very big. My grandma scratched it off, so it was her ticket, but he bought it. They hit very, very big. Mm -hmm. So just thinking about like the purpose, like she got her house done. Um, my cousin got another car from it. Like 
he bought that ticket to make sure that we was okay. Because prior to him getting the ticket, my grandma was struggling and crying because her bills wasn't being paid. Crying because it was bill after bill after bill, but she didn't have enough money to um to provide for the family, provide for the house. He bought that ticket and everything just started to be okay. Like, we don't have to worry about bills or money anymore. Now we can just focus on life and love. So that's just... That's amazing. Yeah. God is good. Life. Life. life is good all the time. and all the time. Life is good. Okay, and for real. So, yeah, I feel much better knowing that. Like that just put like the icing on top of the cake. Like he fulfilled his purpose. He did everything he could do for us. I didn't like I said. My father was like in and out. He was the only um, image of a father and a husband mm. that I had in my like whole entire life. Like. His purpose is fulfilled. And I, I feel better knowing what you just said, Coco, and knowing that I was able to see him today when his time is, is, is very limited on this earth. So thank you. Yes. yes. Truly. Yes. Great. Oh, that is, this man. is a good one. That is awesome. Coco, you got us on to this. Like, this, you and these cards. Okay. Oh, my God. Watch this. The next card reads. Oh, my. Who wants to pick next? I'll pick it. Okay. <laughs> this episode is about to be lit. <laughs> Let me tell you. If you, like, if you don't listen to this episode, you're stupid Wait, and you're mad. She said, it's stupid, though. You're mad and you're broke. So. And you're broke. And, and you're broke. broke. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to go there. Alright, ready? Yes, yes I'm ready. Am I pulling? Can you? Pull I'm out. Pulling out. No. Is it not a good one? We can do it over. What's not good? No, no, it's, no. it says talk about... You know what? Okay, I'll flow with this. It says talk about taking risks. Mm. The card says talk about mm. taking risks. And that's crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's a risk. Well, talk about, about taking risks. Go ahead, Lana. I think with investments... Mm. Okay. Um, okay. Because I've been like dabbling in investments lately... Like, one thing with investing, like, when you invest in a company, you need to believe in them. And that's the only way, like, you're going to feel that profit or return in the future. So, I'm just, like, struggling with which company I'm going to believe in. Like, what's, what's going to be the future of Google or yours? What's going to be the future of Apple? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really have to do a lot of research, like, to, you know, dive into, like, taking risks. And I think that's very relevant to, like, investments and everything, so... You know what? I agree 100%. That's super true. So I, I ain't tell you this before. I did, it's not dumb, but whatever. You know how people's doing like the coin, crypto coin, and Bitcoin Yeah, like Bitcoin and, and crypto. Yeah. I had put, I didn't put a lot of money in. I wasn't that stupid. I put like under $50 in like two different ones. It was no, like Bitcoin and another coin or whatever. And I just like put the app in a folder and I just like moved it off to the side. This was in like November or whatever. I put so I put at least like forty five dollars in that joint. Right. I checked it yesterday. That shit is at like sixteen dollars. <laughs> so you gotta know. You gotta but, know. But it's not true. Tia, you do Bitcoin too, right? Yeah. Look, she. Go ahead. I mean, me and my cousins actually got into it, and I really don't keep updated with it. My cousin updated us, but I do remember when we started off. We started really no low. Mm-hmm. We each like contributed maybe fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and then within I want to say a six seven month span, our numbers increased drastically. Now, okay, okay. There's a different one outside of Binko we do. I can't even remember the name, but she was actually she was actually taught through one of her um, coworkers. You know, not not for nothing. A lot of Oriental people are actually no 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 y'all like no, you're, right, you're right you're right you're right. They're into that stuff, and in terms right, of like. Sir? 
Yeah. Black Rich markets Rich. and coins and stuff like that and trading. Currency. And currency. currency. And that's what we got into. And honestly, we've been doing pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Get into that. She'll update us every so often like, guys. Like at one point, one month, I think had jumped like over six hundred dollars, and we was Damn. looking like, "What's going on?" Here? I'm like, "Okay, okay." But <laughs> that that comes with taking a risk because there's also times like if it drops, we're gonna lose money. Yeah. But the fact that you said, I just want to read this quote. I actually pulled up. Living with fear stops us from taking risks, and oh. if you don't go out on the branch, you'll never get the best fruit. Mm. Oh, yes. mm. and that was by um, Sarah Parrish. Wait, Damn, drop it. We're dropping. Thinking about financial literacy. Great. If you guys follow the financial Oprah on um, Instagram, she wants some more yeah. again. Um, she has a literacy class. It was twenty nine dollars. I enrolled in it when it was twenty nine. I think it's fifty nine now. But um, if you do enroll in the course for twenty nine or fifty nine dollars, it's actual like um classes that you can take to be more knowledgeable about financial literacy or stocks or investments or like things you can do to save more money so i didn't enroll i think i enrolled like two weeks ago but i haven't gotten into it yet so it's just sitting in my apps but i will um tap into it like after school ends on tuesday because you know i gotta get these clients together i think i think also in terms of taking risks well we in life you don't know what you're gonna get right so life in general is a risk right or wrong life in general is a risk so my thing is at the point that we stop taking risks we are actually hindering ourselves because we don't know the outcome even if the risks don't go the way you intended you learned something in order to move forward when let's say if you take that risk again next time hello hello so let's i i don't want us to look at risk as a downfall that's how we grow and that's how we actually move forward and you can learn something from everything not everything will be good but it's what you can take from that to use on your next level and your next encounters Tia, god damn it you right you are freaking right you are 100 right i don't even need I will say that for taking risks, like if you feel like you don't have the equipment, do it. If you feel like you don't have the content, do, do it. it. If you feel like you don't have the personality, do, do it. it. Oh. Because like it, no. it will come as you grow. Like don't wait because if you wait, then you're going to wait until you're 30. Then you're going to have a bunch of stuff in the way. Take it and then if you have do to it. grow with it, then just do it. But just... Put out a content with it, like, and like Nike saying, do it. Do it. Like, no, you're right. Do it. Nike is. Do it. Let's do it. Like, on the real. So, I like Wale, right? And I like Seinfeld. So, in his albums, he be having, like, Seinfeld on his albums and whatever. And he was like, you know, you're never going to like growth. You're never going to be ready for growth because it's going to feel different from what you already are. If it felt comfortable, it's exactly what you are. And that means there's no purpose in you doing it. So, growth and risk are always going to feel uncomfortable. And that's some shit that you just need to do and see what the fuck happens. And if it goes left, this book that I'm reading now told me that. If it goes left, so what? Do some next shit and see how that goes. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Oh, oh. all right. The next card. Who will in the next card? Lana. All right. Please be a good one. I'm just not prepared to do certain I'm not, yeah, I'm not. And think about certain right. things right now. Whichever right. you want to pull. Ooh, that's a good one. So I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What it say? What it say? Is it a good one? Read it all out. Let's do it over. Loud. No, we're not doing it on. 
<laughs> Read it. <laughs> Tell about the most significant person in your life. Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> no, we gotta do it. 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 I said Jesus Christ. So, cool. But, B R I T C 9 N Y. Go ahead, Brittany. I'll say my grandma. Other than my grandma, I'm going to get juicy. I guess my boyfriend. Okay. He is like the first, like, I'll let me see how to say this. She having flashbacks. Hey yo! <laughs> like I, I guess I'll say the first real version of a man, other than my grandfather mm. and kind of my brother, that I like know and love, and like he teaches me things, I teach him things. We live together, so I learned a lot from living with a man. Because even though I have a brother who's older than me, we never live together. Even though we have a same the same mom and dad, he always lived with my my mother, my grandmother, and my grandfather so living with a man i never experienced it so i started living with my boyfriend so he is very significant and i think that i'm learning a lot from him um just about like womanhood and how to treat a man and how what wow. kind of, like things that i can learn from a man and then um i learned a lot from his father too because his dad and his mom was married and i see how his his dad's relationship with his um uh, with my boyfriend's sisters and like I envy that, like I kind of want that. Like it, it's a lot. It's it, not funny. It's, it's I saw really it. It's the way you said, but that's truthful. That's yeah. very honest. So um, I guess other than like my mom, my grandmother, he would be like my most significant person in my life because I'm learning a lot from him. Um, just being his girlfriend. That's really good. I did not want to go, but okay. Um. <laughs> most significant person that was gonna be hella cocky if i said that but i'm gonna say my mom you know like she's she, freaking lit my mom cool as shit no, she's she lit. lit she no. cool as shit can't nobody front she about that lit. she cool as shit um jump back some years we all went to new york we're in baltimore if you don't know that so we all went to new york for this like what was it uh greek Step correct. Step correct. Oh, it was trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. We never crashed that year. But anyway, so we went to step correct. And we, like, linked up with my mom and went to... Natia's working out right now. <laughs> she Work out. Shout out to Aaron. He be working my losses out. <laughs> he do. Anyway. He's lost. our trainer and Aaron be, like, killing us. But anyway. Sure. So we went to um, BBQ's in Brooklyn. And my mom was there, and it was just lit. We had, like, holiday drinks, holiday food. It was amazing. My mom's dope. But she is the most significant person because she literally, like, we've had conversations, whether I like it or not, about everything, you know? And, like, she calls me about, like, her stress. I call her about my stress. And just, like, observing and the things, like, she's always let me have, like, access to she's like shown me a lot of things to do and a lot of things not to do i appreciate that for her like showing me things like not to do not a lot of people are open about like shit they did wrong or things that like they learn from and my mom's like super open about like negative stuff as well as positive stuff so she's like super significant and she's just like amazing so 
She's my person. Shout out to all the dope moms. She actually hey, called me during yeah, this recording, and she watches the show. So, so mommy, my, no, you, I need my no, mom. Hold on, that's why to, I didn't answer. To Shauna's mom, between no Taylor, your mom. When we was at BBQ, Mignon's she was like, mom. she was like, you're right, no, Mama Mia. No. She's <laughs> to Shauna's mom. Yo, let me tell she's... you, if you ever. If Tashawn had ever invited you to a cookout, you oh, better go. go. In Bridgeport, yes, yes. you yes. better go. And the next cookout is soon. So if you didn't get it right, I'll cruise. She's like, you didn't hit the VIP list. Like, like, Tashawn's mom is like, she about to celebrate her baby. Like, she is like, what I can see from like her not being my mom, like, oh, my baby. Yeah. First what y'all gonna do? Like her mama had like, the big ass post at graduation, take it up the whole bottle, post it up. <laughs> to Shauna K. No, I've never seen a bouncy <laughs> at a graduation party. She said, listen, all you can do this. Yeah, a bouncy and an open bar. Open bar? That's the whole point. No, that's the whole point. It's really all ages. No, it really Zero to zero to one hundred twelve. But wait, how you have an open bar in your backyard? Wait, wait, wait. That's not how to strolling in the middle of the street. So, Tashana, I feel like you're going to see your mom. I really want you to talk about your mom because she's lit. Even if you weren't going to talk about her, talk about her. You came to the graduation party. Silvernaires was glasses with dates of silver thing written on them. I'm spoiled. Um, and the only girl. Mm. And she was always there for me, like through whatever. Like <laughs> my graduation, she came that morning. She had to leave. She left like a few hours after. But she still came. We about to celebrate next weekend. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you tune in to All Fly Podcast that weekend. That weekend, because this one be lit that weekend. <laughs> in Connecticut. So if you're in Connecticut, um, link up. Or New York, because that's the hot stick in the link, 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 link. What's good? Type Elon. She said, Miley, what's good? I said, Miley. It's about to be I'm lit. just saying. All right, next card. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm jumping down to the wire. Brit Pitt. Who's picking? I don't want to. Nah, Brit Pitt. No, this is. But this is about to get deep. So it's about to get real. If you ain't ready to get deep. You can not listen. Nah, we got three of them. I mean, okay. My question is. Oh, let. What seems to be the biggest problem in your life right now? I don't want it. I mean, it's like that. I mean, the problem that I have now, and I think I need to see counselors. So I need to, like, um, find a counselor. I was telling my boyfriend about this last night. Um, I have a problem staying present, like, in a moment. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I noticed that when I was in Tennessee, um, it was a lot, like, going on at once. I was kind of overwhelmed. But I had to, like, rewatch videos over and over and over again to relive that moment because I realized I wasn't present in the moment. So a lot of times I'm always thinking about like what to say or what to do next or what I have going on like on the back end that I'm not fully present in uh, whatever moment that I'm in. So that's kind of the biggest problem I have now. I do want to see counseling to figure out like what I can do to, or why am I so distracted in life. But um, that's pretty much it. I need to be more present. Are we passing the card? The next person to get the card. Somebody we comment. should do that. You Somebody pass the card. Oh, we can pick it. So, wait a minute. Uh, one of my on followers said the biggest problem in his life is not following through with goals that he sets for himself. Oh, I I, I think with that, that um, 
I'm gonna be a deacon's a deacon's daughter. Yes, the deacon's um, daughter. When you have a plan, write it down. Make it plain. Like whether it's I wanna be the greatest rapper in the world, I wanna be the greatest <laughs> engineer in the world. Write it down and make it plain. Don't write it down and try to sugarcoat it. Like write it down and like explain what you wanna do. So you can look at it, read it, and go for whatever you wanna go for. It doesn't matter if you think it's impossible. Like if you think it's impossible, write it down so that you can read it and start making your way towards that goal. Like I think a lot of people have a problem with their goals being too big. No mm. goal is ever too big. Like, mm. we're in a world where people can talk about millennials, but millennials kill this world. Like, we, we no, we kill this world. Like, they might say we're lazy, we do this, we, we do that, but no, men. we are smart. We have degrees and we go oh, for it. So, we're risk takers. So, whatever you. Whatever your goal is, write it down and like make a serious plan for it and go for it. If you don't think you can do it, okay. go for it anyway. Okay, right. for me, I would definitely say I wanted to answer this because I've been Isn't thinking about this. No, okay. it's the same question. I've been thinking about this a lot over the past few months. My biggest problem, I feel like, is social media. Mm. And I'm gonna say that because I can honestly say, as somebody, although I'm in nursing school, I don't commit as much as I should my time that I should and I find that my grades are still good but I feel like I'm settling for mediocrity or settling just okay I know I passed and that's okay because I'm so in tune to what social media has going on I want you know it's like we too scared to miss a beat and I find that if I delete social media and I took have taken steps to delete things like group me and different things like that and I found to have started again channeling my actual energy so I would just say to everybody when you see that there are distractions try to eliminate them as hard as it may be at times just continue to push yourself so that's something I'm just working on because I find that social media is my biggest like thing right now that's been distracting me and keeping me from I would say definitely excelling and being surpassing what I'm doing now oh like I know you know how I am and how I feel about social media I fully agree with that um my biggest challenge is being impulsive and not following my own like advice or whatever the question was my biggest issue or struggle or problem is being impulsive and not following my own advice because it's like you can like I read a lot whoever mentioned that earlier um I read a lot right I read a lot and you know like I highlight and I note things about like interactions with people like human behavior like that's I like that shit you know but like when things are going right it's all gravy. It's great to follow along with that. But when shit starts going left, it's so fucking hard to keep on track with yeah. everything you say, everything you believe. Like, it's really, really hard to not go into the state where, like, like the same thing Britt said. I 100% feel like I definitely need to, like, see a therapist or something like that. That shit's just hard to find. I'm not going to front. But, you know, like, staying on track with, like, all the things you believe in, all the things you say when shit is going wrong and everything's on fire, it's so hard to do. So, for me, right now, remaining focused while I feel like every aspect, like, 
financially I'm good. That's a blessing in life. I've never in my entire life felt that way. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that's good. Workspace and mental capacity, like and love and all that other shit is a fucking wreck. You know, so like. Staying on track with everything you say as it relates to, like, maintaining yourself and maintaining your balance. That shit is hard to do when everything's on fire. I think with, with people, like, people say social media, and I think everything has to be what I said, like, intentions. Like, if, if Nazi, you go on social media with the intentions to, you just want to know what's going on in the world, that's okay. Like, don't let what other people doing on social media dictate, oh, social media is... Messy, no, no. It's, it's all intentions. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying it's all intentions. If you go on social media with the intentions of, I want to go on social media to be messy. I want to see what other people, other people are doing with their life. That's the intention you gotta tap into and figure out why do I want to know what other people are doing with their life. Like it's just life is so intense. Like you gotta know your intention. With life, like. Side note, um, there was a recent uh-huh. study. <laughs> it was a recent study that that social media taps into your dopamine, and that's yes. like the chemical in your brain that makes you like happy or want something more or what's like addictive. So y'all gotta be careful because likes and comments and stuff they tap into your dopamine that makes you addicted to social it is. media. It is. So you just gotta be careful. And I, you know, I like likes too, but not as much as I did after I read that. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, I don't want to tap into me that much because it really excites it you if you let it. If you let it, but if you don't, you know, if you're smart about it, you know, just. I can see that. It, it does. You know. it, it gets you hyped. It's like, oh, a like. Oh, a comment. <laughs> All right, next question. Lana is picking it. So, <laughs> Dang, they let's see. They the universe. Because I didn't, I already Shut picked. up your picture. <laughs> Wait, did you really? No, you didn't. It. It. It's okay. But no, come on. no, Nati, you didn't pick it. Okay. study. All right, Nati has the next pick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell about a depressing time in your life. Uh, <laughs> it's just a question I said I wanted to do. It can, it can be really like three people. It can be three. It can be three. It can be three. It's okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, for me personally, I wanted to talk about uh, when I had my stroke mm. back in oh, 2015 man. after graduated. Mm. It was a very depressing time for me because I was using a walker at 24. Mm. Had to basically rehabilitate, learn to speak again clothe myself, basically fed myself. I had a nurse, everything like that. And I'm just thankful to God, first and foremost, for bringing me out of that and having me really recover, allowing me to get accepted into graduate school right after that, going back into nursing, although that's what I originally did in undergrad. And then I changed after running into very um, different issues. So I do feel like that this is my calling. And I just wanted to talk about that time because the support that I had, you know, from you guys two line sisters, my co-workers, mentees, mentors, and different things like that, that helped me come out of this time because honestly, when you depress, it's hard to see the light and it's hard to just be able to get up. And I couldn't even barely get up. The basic thing that we take for um, advantage of, like take for granted, was stripped was stripped of me and I felt beyond vulnerable and I'm not a type of person that likes to feel vulnerable but it also let me know it's okay to be vulnerable so that's my time like seeing you like that like oh man yeah that was like that was a time 
like we were all in school so it was like different um we had like classes and stuff but like when i think about it it was just like weird because you were like the like you were kind of like the heart of what we did like you were the heart it, you it happened during spring semester so you were like the heart of all the activities that were going on, whether it was step, stroll, just being on campus, just that energy we needed, like it, it was, it was different, and we felt it, and it's just like a time that I don't. We just talked about that. I movie. hate talking about it because, like, you are one of the strongest people, like I know. So for me to see, like, for me to see one of the strongest people I know, feel like feel helpless. It was just like yo, like yo, life. It just felt. It just. It, it just to me. It was like yo, life is real. Like what did you say? You, I called y'all and said you and I called us. I will never forget. We were astro practice. We were astro practice, and you called us, and you were sobbing, and that was the first time I ever heard you first sobbing. Yes. That was the first time ever, and I had to leave the room because it was like yo, like cop. Like this stuff is nice, but. It's real stuff happening outside of what you think. Like, it's real life happening. Yeah. Like, so, when I heard that, I was like, yo, we got to go see. We got to go. We got to go. To We got to go. Like, yeah. tomorrow, whenever the visiting hours are, we got to go. And we went the next day. We went the next day because it was a Saturday. We went the next day. It was It was terrible. I remember, I think the day before you went to the hospital, I think we were going on Fridays or something. We was in a car and you were saying, like, Destiny wants to yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it was Fridays. We were going somewhere. It was me, you, and someone I, else in the car. Destiny. I wanted to eat before going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Y'all kept trying to make me eat. Then I yeah. went to step practice because I was the step manager. Mm-hmm. Trying to make sure everything was good and putting myself to the, you know, to the side, my health. But yeah. So but listen, the thug, I'm still a thug, y'all. I have I'm just really just thankful and blessed, like blessed beyond measures. And for me, although it's a sad time and it's a time that, of course, I want to put behind me, I use that as my driving force to motivate me to do what I'm doing and to do good in nursing school and to make sure I excel and I actually become a nurse and care for those people that can't care for themselves in in those times. So now we have Coco yes. choosing the next question. Okay, the so the question. the last question. So the final question is, say something about resentment. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> resentment is like a disease. Mm, heard if you. you do not take care of it before it manifests, it'll start to manifest in your actions. Mm. Like, Damn. without the words you're going to say, like, when you resent a person... Like you can be, you can try to hold it all in all you want to, but you're gonna start getting irritated by them. You're gonna start doing things where it clearly, um, you're clearly showing resentment. You're just not saying it. So once you start to feel it, that's when you have to address it. It's like a disease. That's it. Okay, I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet to pick on, up on what you said. I feel like resentment hinders growth. Mm. So yes, regardless yeah. if you experience resentment. You have to know how to forgive, and sometimes it's not always good to address things head on, and I've learned that. That may not always be the best thing to do, but you have to find a way to deal with it. But definitely forgiving, because resentment will hinder your 
Oh yeah, that is hand in hand. Resentment and forgiving. Okay, you guys. So our final and final question of this episode is: When do you feel the most peaceful? When do you feel the most peaceful, ladies? I feel the most peaceful in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the most peaceful when I'm talking to my mom and she eases my mind. Oh, She's my so best good. friend. That's when I feel the most peaceful. It's something about her spirit that's that calms good. me. It's crazy. Nothing is like it. Nothing in this world. Oh, that's that was really good. So, okay, I was on. I honestly feel the most peaceful when I'm in my apartment, this apartment. We record in my apartment, y'all, but <laughs> I, I feel the most peaceful when I'm in here by myself and I can, like, I lay on the floor, I lay on the couch, whatever, because, like, I've never had, like, my own space that I was capable of getting my own, maintaining my own, decorating, and, like, getting the vibe of my own, you know, I sage it and all that good stuff. So, like, I genuinely feel the most peaceful when I'm able to just, like, be in here and be in a good space and be unbothered. Um, I am the most peaceful when I am in my bed and when I hear the sound of water. I'm a cancer. My birthday's coming up June 26th. And, and I think I'm a tree crab. That? Like, I love water. I love, like, the sound of water. Um, hard external, soft internal self. <laughs> but um, definitely the sound of water, it's... It's very peaceful to me. I think for me, I'm at most peace when I listen to music. Yes. Music has been like, not only, I don't want to say my escape boat, but it soothes me. Like, it's, I love gospel and I listen to gospel music more yeah. than I listen to mm -hmm. rap or anything. So yes. the when I feel overwhelmed, I feel like it's just a lot going on. I just put on music. Because it puts me in a zone of just complete, like, I don't know, like, I don't even know. Like, I'm just thinking about it now. But, yeah, it just really eases me. So, music is my peaceful place. Um, I think for me, um, my peaceful place is when I feel like I have, it might sound cliche, but I don't care. When I feel like I have done more than what I did the day before. Like, when I feel like I've done more to grow myself, to grow people I'm around, I feel more peaceful when I feel like I feel like I made an impact in today. Whether it's huge or not, when I feel like I made an impact in the world, whether it's small or when it's huge, um, that's when I feel the most peace because I feel like I got closer and closer to my purpose in life. Like, that's where I'm. I'm like focused on like being purposeful and being intentional. So that's where I feel the most peaceful. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in this episode. Bye. And we want all our listeners to know if you didn't get anything else from this podcast, we want you to know that whatever you are doing, just make sure you find your peace. Whatever puts you at peace, whatever makes you feel happy. Do so, and as you are doing so, make sure that you are being purposeful in life, being purposeful in people's life, being purposeful in your life. All in all, always be prepared to charge it to the game. And when we say charge it to the game, understand that 
there's no right way to play the game. And in the words of Beyonce, after all the rain, the sun will come out and shine again. Any yeah. questions, comments, or concerns, um, email us at offlinepodcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe on um, SoundCloud and iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at offline underscore podcast. And we will talk to you guys soon. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, they don't really be the same offline.